This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I know you have to approach every game the same way. That's what coaches do. But this one still is different. I mean, it's different for us. It's different for the fans. Um, how would you take on the Oregon-Washington rivalry? You know, it's um, you know, it's interesting. I remember coming here in 2014, and you hear people talking about it, kind of mentioning, you know, what the rivalry means. And then we actually got to the stadium, and you couldn't just. It was it was hard to. You couldn't even. I, I guess going into it, let me go back. You couldn't imagine how you know just violent and you know. Uh, passionate the rivalry was between the fans as you're coming onto the field, as you're getting ready for warm-ups, as you're riding in on the bus, you know, and then, you know, over the course of time being here, you just kind of learn and you get to know some of the history and, you know, how it started, some of the things that people remember in the history between University of Washington and the University of Oregon. And I, I will say this, I think as much as um, people try to make it about, you know, this hate and all this other stuff, I think the one thing is, it is so cool, you know, just being a part of this rivalry as a coach, and I think it's a cool opportunity for the players, and this is really what uh, college football is all about, man. It's so cool, and to have something like this uh, on the West Coast, because, you know, you hear about the, the Red River, you hear about the Iron Bowl and all these different games, and this is actually a really cool one to be a part of with the University of Oregon and the University of Washington. You guys obviously were able to get the ground game going against Stanford there with Sean and Cam kind of working off each other. And you didn't have a couple of your guys there, but but what did you think? How, how do you feel like the collaboration worked just in terms of different kinds of backs and the way you were able to rotate them in throughout that game? You know, it's, you know, I think, you know, it's one of those things you just, um, you know, do your best to continue to coach these guys as best you can. Um, that's whoever's available. And I think the one thing is that we've been able to do um, that we've been fortunate enough to do here at the University of Washington over the course of my time being here is have a couple guys that you can play, you know. And uh, I think for me it was really exciting to see uh, really Cam Davis going because, you know, a couple, I remember at the beginning of the season everybody's asking what's going on with Cam Davis. And I'm like, hey, when he gets – he needs to continue to get better and continue to work. And he had a really good week of practice and it was exciting to see him uh, w watch what he did during the week of practice show up for him in the game. And then obviously Sean being a veteran uh, around this program and, you know, the work that he's put in, the, the tears that he's had, the, the blood and the, and the sweat that he's had, you know, just over the course of time here, you know, same thing for him, to him for him to go out there and be able to uh, do something, you know, I guess that hasn't been done. I think it was, what, 2007 or something like that, somebody said, or whatever it was, winning down at, at Stanford was really exciting for him, you know. And I, I just, you know, being able to have two guys that are on so two different spectrums, uh, you know, and where they're at in their planning career, to be able to come out of that place with a victory is really exciting, you know, not only um, – you know, for our team, but it's exciting for the Husky fans. And, you know, obviously for us as coaches, we put in a lot of work to get these guys ready to play, and I'm glad it paid off for us on Saturday. 
Oregon is a kind of a pretty aggressive team with a lot of playmakers. I mean, is that something that you guys have to adjust to out of the style of running that you do based on how they attack? Yeah, I mean, I guess every week we're playing against playmakers that are trying to, you know, stop us from running the ball. I feel like, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Oregon is a really good team. They've done a great job, you know, really this year. And, you know, in the year, couple years past we, that we've played them, they've done a great job against us. Um, I do think, you know, it comes to us, you know, just being – disciplined and going out here and be, taking our being deliberate in our practice as we go out and we prepare for this game on Saturday. Um, do I think that we need to do anything exceptional? Um, you know, I, I think it, it comes down to guys doing their job and doing their job correctly. I think sometimes you get into uh, a game like this and guys are trying to do too much and they either burn out or they're doing the wrong thing and not doing their job. Um, so if, if I had anything that, you know, I want these guys to do is just go out there these next couple of days that we get to practice before Saturday and do their job so we can go out there on Saturday and do the same thing. Cam and sort of saying before that he just needs to keep improving to get there. It seemed like everyone's been kind of had, had been waiting for a game like that for a while with him. What was the last pieces that needed to kind of click together in his game to get him to last Saturday? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think it's, you know, with young guys, it's always consistency, right? Like, you know, he sh that's everybody's excited about him because he showed a splash play here, a splash play there. And I think, you know, with him getting the reps that he was able to get this past week and, you know, getting consistent days at practice, consistent reps at practice, then he was able to do something consistently in the game. So if you ask me what was that kind of last screw, it was like, okay, consistently run the ball. Uh, and when I think about running the ball, our aiming points, making sure you're looking at the right keys, our footwork is right. Um, consistently playing in pass protection, knowing who you're blocking, using the right technique when you get there. Um, and then obviously the last one is, you know, just having that mindset, like play after play. It's one play at a time. Don't worry about the last play. Don't worry about the next play. You only can worry about this play that you're in right now. So, I, you know, going back to, you know, the beginning where I started to ask, answer your question, I think those screws is like that last consistent turn to make sure that doorknob doesn't come off. So that's what it was. And he's a, obviously a young guy who, you know, had already had some ups and downs. He had a fumble in the Oregon State game. And I'm just wondering, his, his confidence, was he always a guy who was pretty even keeled with that? Or, or how, how has that uh, fluctuated, I guess, as he's gone through this season? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would say his confidence was fine. I think, you know, as a coach, you're probably a little bit less confident. You know, like, what did I, what did I not do? Uh, what can I do more of? Um, you know, I think the one thing you always are trying to, you know, coach these guys is confidence and make sure, hey, you're not done yet. You know, you got a long, you know, at his point, you got, some, you know, a good career left. And obviously one fumble doesn't define your whole career. So it's really just giving him the confidence to go out there and play as hard as run as hard and, you know, Back to your question a second ago, you know, you start worrying about what I just did, what I did last week or the week before, that consistency starts to tail off. So giving him confidence to stay consistent as he gets ready to continue to go out here and uh, play for the University of Washington. Well, while you're coaching these guys up that are, that are active, you had Richard Newton go down and he looked like he put in a lot of time to, you know, play for this season and change his body and, and get back in good graces to be a, a focal guy. Have you had to deal with him in the last couple, last week or so, just to keep his motivation up, his you know his spirits, because he you know he went out for the season. Oh, you know, I just think you know, just like any other you know guy that I've coached, um, 
you know, injuries are a part of this game. Um, I do think that it is very disappointing for him because I know after the 2020 season, he put a lot of focus in uh, to getting his body right, getting his mind right, to come back uh, for 2021 strong. And, you know, it's all in, you know, God's plan. And I think the big thing is, like, you're, you talk, I was just talking about the confidence thing, right? And just, you know, making him understand that things happen, football happens, injuries happen, and it's, it's not about, okay, worrying about my knee. It's about, okay, how good can I be in whatever PT I can do right now? And then once I get, you know, able to do this a little bit more, how consistent can I be there? How consistent am I going to be in the weight room, in the classroom as I'm working my way back? And that's, that's kind of the... Uh, mantra that I've been giving Rich so he doesn't try to focus on nine months from now because that's, that's, that's a big picture where, okay, how are we going to finish the rest of this week? How are we going to finish the rest of this month? Okay, now we're in the beginning of November, so he's kind of back around and stuff after his surgery, so now it's time to get rolling. All right. Uh, one last thing. Has Magua had a chance to practice yet? Has Magua practiced? He catches some balls and he does some things. He's going to be a decent player. I told you imaginary friends are real. This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.